0: Good morning and welcome to our time of prayer. This is Sunday morning, January 24th. Glad you're with me today. This is is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. Amen. On Sundays, we like to pray for the church. As I think of seven cultural influences upon human beings, upon people, upon society that really shape who we are, what we believe, um the, the seven are the, the family, the church, education, government, business, the media, and our arts and entertainment. By ne- media, we mean our how we get our information up. And so of those seven, you know, all of them are very, very important. I believe the family and the church are the most important, and and uh, the family has the greatest influence, but the church, is to have this mighty, powerful influence. So we like to pray for the church. Every week, every Sunday, we pray for the churches in America. This morning, I'm thinking of Matthew chapter 16. And Jesus was talking to his disciples. This is one of my favorite passages of scripture, by the way. And if you join me every morning, which I hope you do, and I hope you, if you're new, we welcome you. And I encourage you to subscribe, and hit the notify button, subscribe to my email at tomthepreacher.com, all these things to keep in touch. You'll probably hear me relate to this passage more than once in the coming months and years because this is, I think, not only one of my favorite passages, but one of the key passages in the New Testament. It's kind of like the climactic point, other than, of course, the cross and the resurrection, but during the, during the training of the disciples, this was the climactic point where, he reached, uh, where they came to really understand and affirm publicly who Jesus was. So Jesus had talked to his disciples in Matthew 16, who do people say that I am? They said, well, John the Baptist, uh, Elijah, one of the prophets, uh, some, you know, all these different ideas of what I, every, everybody thought. And Jesus said, well, who do you say that I am? And that's what matters. And Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. You didn't figure this out on your own. But my Father, who's in heaven, and I say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, or the gates of hell, depending on the translation, will not overcome it; will not prevail against it. Whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This was this the the appearance of Christ. When we go to Israel, we visit the place where he actually said this. It's quite stunning because where Jesus was was up in the city of uh, Caesarea Philippi. There was a temple to the Greek god Pan, and it was believed that there was this, at this one place where we visit this kind of, there's a somewhat of a half cave there with a water uh, a hole, and they, the belief was that that hole and the water there, this watery pit, was the entrance down into the netherworld where the gods, the Greek gods, would go in the wintertime and they'd be down there and then they'd come back up in the spring. It's a wicked place. It's a immoral place. There's all kinds of wicked pagan acts would go on here the, as they worshipped their, their false gods. And Jesus stood there and he said, the, gate, the, the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. And to me, it's always inspiring to stand there because you're standing at a predominant religion of their day. It would be as if we would stand in front of, I don't know, the Capitol or the White House or uh, uh, Harvard University or uh, Hollywood Studio or Wall Street or whatever, places where we think there's, you know, some of these key places or or stand in front of, a don't know, a pagan temple and say that the gates of hell will not prevail because we are in a spiritual battle, we're in a spiritual warfare. We don't fight it with swords, we don't fight it with violence. We don't we don't try and go kill our enemy. We try and we, we, we say the gates of the the church and the truths that God has given us are weapons that we fight and we fight as the body of Christ together. This is not just uh, we There's local expressions of the church certainly, but the church Jesus talking about His church, His worldwide church, the the whole big body of us, that we're in spiritual battle and that we will overcome, we will prevail because who's the one building it? It's Jesus. He was about to go conquer the devil at the cross. He's about to go conquer death in the resurrection. And Jesus Christ. When he rose from the dead, he is the victor. We are on his side. We are part of his church. The church literally means just his group, his called out people, those from the, who were on the path of destruction who've been called out and now we're on the path of life with him. We're his church and we will overcome and we will prevail. So what's a prevailing church look like? I believe a prevailing church is one where people are coming to Christ, being saved. A prevailing church is one where it's filled with praise and, and people have this, uh, an attitude of, of victory. They have an attitude that, that God is on the throne. We don't just say it, but he really is. We don't hide our head in the sand and, and to the challenges we face, but we know our God is greater. And we, therefore we, we lift up our heads. We stand up straight and tall and we say, our God is the champion. Our God is the victor. Our God is victorious. Our God prevailed. I call it that spiritual swagger. It's not pride. It's pride in our God. But it's not pride in of ourselves. It's humility in ourselves. We, we were rescued. We were lost. We were like drowning at sea and he rescued us. We were on the wrong path and he saved us. He redeemed us. And now we take great pride in our God because there's no one like our God. All the, gods on the, all the other gods, there's no one can compare to Yahweh. No one can compare to Jehovah. No one can compare to our God. Our God is greater than all. All the others are just man-made myths. Our God is the living God. And so we, take, we boast in our God. We, we stand firm in our God. We are victorious. We praise him, not in a sad way, not in a, not in a defeated way. We praise him like we really mean these songs we sing. We sing robustly. We, ch- we cry out the praises of our God, and we, we love one another. We walk in faith. We do exploits for our God. We, we don't cower in fear. We stand in, in, uh, in, in uh, boldness and courage because, we, because our God is victorious, and we look forward to the day when, when he will crown us with glory and honor on that great judgment day. And so we pray today for victorious churches. We pray today for our leadership and we pray that, that, uh, that, that our churches throughout the land, our land will be filled, every city will be filled with churches that are mighty and powerful for God, okay? Amen. Let's go to prayer right now. Father, we, we thank you, we bless you for your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who is victorious over every foe and every enemy. Indeed, he sits at your right hand until his enemies shall be made a footstool for his feet. Thank you, Jesus, that you reign. You reign over sin, over death, over Satan, your adversary. None of these are any match for you. We thank you that you have conquered. You are the lion of the tribe of Judah who has conquered. You've conquered and you're victorious. We thank you, Jesus, that you have you are building your church. And nothing's gonna stop that. We thank you, Lord, no, no false idea, no spiritual power, no earthly power is going to stop you from building your church. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that your your church will prevail and it will overcome. We thank you, Lord, that we, we acknowledge that we are living stones, and every time someone comes to Christ. Every individual comes to Christ. It's just building your church. We're like living stones in that great edifice. We bless you, Jesus. You are the head of the body. You are the Lord of your church. No man, no man is the head. You are, Jesus. You are the head of your church. You're the great shepherd, and we follow you. We hear your voice, and we follow you today. Jesus, today we are delighted to call ourselves yours. We thank you that we are part of your chosen people. We thank you that we are called by you. Every one of us, Lord, it's not just ministers or priests or something like this. We're all priests to you. We've all been called to follow you. And I thank you, Lord, for the people joining me today who have who have heeded the call and who have responded and said, Yes, Jesus, I'm following you. I heed the call. I respond. I receive your salvation. I receive your Holy Spirit. I receive your forgiveness. I receive all that you have to give me. And I enlist. I enlist in the body of Christ. I enlist in the army of God. I, I, I step forward and call myself a disciple, a believer, a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ today, Lord, we offer ourselves to you freshly. We, we love you. We really do, Jesus, though we, we haven't seen you yet, but we do love you. We've heard of you. We've read of you. We've experienced your spirit alive in us, and, we're, and our hearts overflow with gratitude, and, and, and we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the promises you've made to us, every one of which you will fulfill every one of which you will always be faithful to your word and we thank you and bless you jesus today we pray for the churches throughout our land and lord not only throughout america but i know people join here from india and other parts of the world and i pray lord for their churches as well we pray father that no matter what surrounds us in the culture no matter what challenges or temptations Or persecution we might face, that your church would prevail. You promised it. The gates of hell would not prevail against it. We believe no power will prevail against it. So we pray that as your church, uh, Lord, your church would prevail and as your churches gather, whether they be large gatherings of thousands of people, whether it be a small handful underground, just uh, two or three or four or five meeting together in the name of the Lord, wherever you said, if there's two or three, there you are in their midst. And I pray, Father, that churches throughout our our land and throughout the world, this very day, as we worship you, as we gather together in the name of our Lord, there be a spirit of faith, a spirit of love, a spirit of boldness, of courage, a spirit of holiness, a spirit of praise, we ask that all throughout the world, your praises would be lifted up. We, we pray for that every day, and we pray for that to be 24-7, every day, every, every minute of every hour of every day of every year. And yet, Lord, we pray especially on this day, as believers throughout the world gather together, that they would do so in, in, in a, with great joy. They do so with the spirit of how blessed they are, how blessed we are to be gathering in the name of Jesus. Others, Lord, they gather in other names. They gather to worship false gods. They gather to make money or they gather to learn, be educated. Not that it's wrong to make money or to be educated, Lord, but, but our God, our God is not our money. Our God is not our education. Our God is not our sports. Our God is not any of these things. Our God is the Lord God. And today we gather together in your name and lift you up and give you praise. You're enthroned upon the very praises of Israel. Be enthroned today in the churches of me, be enthroned on our praises. Might, might our praises come from the heart. Might they be sincere. Might they be, our hearts overflow. Might, might our singing be robust today. Might, it be, might we sing like we mean it, sing with all of our heart and praise you. Lift up your voice. Might we offer you the fruit of our lips, which gives thanks to your name today. Might we verbalize your praise. Might we declare your praise with all of our heart. Lord, today we pray that, church, that people who attend churches that are discouraged would leave encouraged. People who, who come, Lord, with, with sin in their heart would leave cleansed. The people who come, Lord, with a, a, a bitterness would, would forgive others. We pray that our churches would be united. Lord, protect them from division. We pray that our pastors would speak to us today with a power and an anointing that comes from You, that their words would would sink deep within our soul. You said You desire truth in the innermost being. I pray, Lord, for more than just intellectual messages today. We pray that for messages, sermons, given to the flocks that would touch the heart but go deep to the soul, touch the heart as well, touch the mind and the heart and the soul, and the people would come out changed. I pray, Lord. I just pray for our churches that we attend today that we would come out better people than when we go in. We'd come out more filled with faith, filled with hope, filled with joy, filled with love, filled with holiness, filled with motivation, inspiration. All these things, Lord, make today, this day, this day. This is the Lord's day. Make it a day that that we are changed more and more into the glory of our God and into your very image as we gather together to worship and learn and grow and fellowship, pray, all of these things. So we pray for our churches. We pray for our leaders. We pray, Lord, for churches that are still not open due to the pandemic. We pray, Lord, this could pass soon, and we pray, Lord, the churches will be open. I pray they'd be filled not have to be socially distanced and sitting apart from one another and covered our face with masks and can't even shake hands or hug or things of this nature. We pray, Lord, for a day to come soon where our churches would be packed with people and we'd sing your praises loudly and hug one another and shake hands and however, however we greet one another, Lord, that this pandemic would soon be past us. While we're in it, Father, we don't want to look to government for the solution or science certainly they have a role, but we look to our God. We ask you to bring healing. We ask, Lord, for any today who are sick from the pandemic. We ask for any today who are battling any illness, Lord, bring health and healing to their bodies. We pray for this, O God. Bring health and healing to their bodies. We pray, Lord, for those who who may be suffering uh, fear of eviction or foreclosure or or no food. Lord, bring bring provision to them. But all these things, Lord, we're looking to you we're not looking to the government to solve our problems or science. We're looking to you. And, Lord, we ask you, you to give wisdom to scientists, understanding. We ask you to give guidance to our government. We do pray, Father, for today for our government. We do pray for our new administration. We pray, Father, send your hand and bring salvation. The families of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and those cabinet members and senators and congressmen, bring salvation, bring the fear of God to them. Bring them, uh, bring them to the place, Lord, where they would seek to, to honor you in all they do and the legislation and the policies they enact. And Lord, that those that don't honor you, we pray, would be frustrated, would, would not prevail. But those that do, and we pray for they'd have God-honoring acts and that those would, would uh, succeed and those that don't honor you would fail. We pray for that, Lord. Lord, today we, we ask these things. I pray for each one on this call, Lord. Encourage them, lift their hearts, help them know, Lord, that we have a, that you know the plans they are for our good. Lord, our best day lies ahead. We fix our hope completely on the grace to be brought to us in that day. Lord, I also want to pray for my good friend uh, today, Brad, who's going through surgery tomorrow. I pray you would help him and give the doctors great skill and success. And I pray that his surgery and his heart would be, uh, he'd come out stronger, healthier, uh, prevent any, any infection or anything going wrong. I pray you'd bless that surgery tomorrow, Lord. We unite together for him, for any others in need. I pray for my friend, Johanan, Lord. Uh, in India, there's praying and seeking um, uh, tuition money for his son to finish his college this year. And I pray, Father, you'd provide every need they have as well. Lord, we pray for some of these individual needs. And we lift them up to you, and we thank you that you're a God who hears and answers. We bless you today. We love you. We fix our eyes on you, and we rejoice in you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for each person on this live stream. Bless them greatly, I ask. Surround them with blessing, strengthen them in their inner man. Help them to know the height, and depth, and breadth, and width of the love of God for them today help them to know the power of God that dwells within them this very day. We pray for these things, and we ask all of this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and for His glory. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I um, hope you have a great day in church today. Remember, to tell your friends about this time. Tell them to go to YouTube, search for us, and find us. Join with us each morning if they can. If not, later in the day, Uh, We want to raise up a mighty anthem of prayer to God. We want to be getting daily input of the word. We need it. We need encouragement. We need strength. We need to be mighty men and women of God. Tomorrow, I'm going to start teaching during our times from the book of 1 Peter. Sure, we'll still pray about and talk about things that are going on, current events and so forth. But 1 Peter was a very uh, important book. They were persecuted. Nero had Rome burned down at this time, and he blamed the Christians for it. And so they were under a lot of persecution and a whole lot more serious persecution than we face. But still the, the, the attitudes and the actions, the, thing, the strategies that he gave the, the Christians, that Peter gave the Christians for how to live in a time when they were looked down upon and persecuted and hated, they certainly apply to us today. So we're going to start that tomorrow morning, 830 a.m. I hope you are subscribed. Hit the notify button um, uh, and, and go to my email, Tom, go to my website, Tom, the preacher, and subscribe to my email, pass the word, social media, friends at church and so on. And we will see you tomorrow. Meanwhile, have a great day, walking God's strength and enjoy his blessing. Be bathed in his love, strengthened in your inner man by, by the Lord himself. Amen. Great. God bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow morning.